This is your multifamily foundation. Your blueprint to maximize your multifamily business. From finding deals to raising capital to underwriting a deal, this show gives you the formula to take action now. From entrepreneurship to lifestyle to building yourself so you're ready to take down that next deal, no matter if you're just starting out or have years of experience. Now, let's start building our multifamily foundation together. All right, so coming back, I just uh, was out in Illinois after a trip to Louisville. And in Louisville, we visited uh, a couple of the properties we have there. We have uh, currently three properties with another one in contract there. And always lessons learned when you, went out, when you go out there. Just ideally sourcing up and seeing what the market's doing, making sure, checking with your management company that we're all on the same page for the direction the property's going, picking on angles that we can improve the properties. We always want to go there and, and again, when, when working with team members, it's very important to, to just have the focus that you, you want to have a positive approach, but be stern in your command and stern in your, in your demand. And what that said is that we've gone over certain conditions and certain conditions even ends turns. And it can be as simple as that we've talked very clearly that I changed over the paint. They, they had a, a, um, a, a paint color that they used across the board for all their apartments uh, throughout all their buildings. Well, I didn't like that. I wanted to go a different direction. I wanted to bring more gray tones in. And I've been very thorough being diligent on what our turns should look like. Now, why do I do this? I want to have a certain pattern in our turns because as you're buying apartment buildings, one of, if not your biggest cost is when you have units vacant that aren't bringing you money and the amount and time of money spent to turn that unit and the downtime to get that turn done. So if I can be very specific on exactly how a turn works and now eliminates the time for the management company to send a walk team out there for the walk team to walk the unit for the, for the, the walk team to come back and say, here's all the things we think you should do. We recommend for me to go back, have to look at a quote, look at this, go through the items, make sure they align with the pictures, go back, ask them to do something different and then get another quote. And all of a sudden two, three, four weeks before we start. And now we're six weeks before we have a unit to lease. Now, I want to be very particular in terms of the items and the condition and what should happen in the unit. So we've picked a, a particular gray a paint color that, that we have all the units done in. Uh, we have flooring and carpets based on certain levels, whether they'll be changed out or not. We have appliances here, age of appliances, certain appliances at certain ages because of just the cost to repair is not cost efficient, we'll change them out. Uh, we change over to a nickel, nickel pattern for, for our hardware, for our doors. Cabinets, uh, we have a certain basically condition where we're going to replace based or repair or even replace cabinet doors. Same thing for the countertops. We have this built into a program and the management company has this now, but you always have to check, right? Because what happens is I go through there and we have four turns that are, that have just been completed. They're actually all leased out. And one of them for some reason is still on the old paint color. It's always about the checks and balances. Now at that point I could have screamed through my toys, you know, kicked around like a little kid. We just had a conversation. Where was the ball dropped? And how do we avoid this going forward? Because ultimately, it goes on those points. Why did this happen? How did this happen? How do we course correct? Because you have a team member here that's trying to work with you. And that's why we have a good relationship with this property manager company. Because they're working with me to make a great product. So we understand the process. So next time, we can make the process more efficient. 
Was there a point of communication that, that potentially I missed? There's many times when working with property management company that the, the point of communication being dropped is because the ownership is not direct in what they want from the beginning and they leave it in the hands of a property management company. It's like any relationship. If I get in a relationship, uh, if I was in a relationship with POE when we were first starting out and we weren't clear on expectations, well, then we may assume that we were both doing a great thing. That's probably a reason that many relationships end is because there's not clear expectations. People do not communicate with each other when they're, they're having their feelings hurt or they, don't, they feel slighted or they don't feel the other person is doing right. And it creates disruption and creates an argument. Well, the same thing happens with property management. If you're not being direct and you're not being stern, but being understanding of, of, of how businesses work, then you're not going to have a great relationship. So putting formats in place, checking in with the property management company, making sure it's actually handled appropriately and what the process looks like. So next time we can make the process more efficient. I feel I've made a couple processes and they're a large management company, hopefully more efficient for them because I've had an outside view on how it's being handled and how it could be handled more efficient, efficiently in, in the future to make it more conducive for ownership to be able to reply and make the job quicker on all sides. But if I went in there and just screamed and just yelled at people because things were wrong, usually people shut their ears off. So here's your job today. If you're in a market, go in there and find a great property management company. Have many conversations, vet them out because they're gonna be a very important partner. And when you do that, it's, it's important to understand where their role stops and where their role starts. Do they outsource all the construction? Do they do certain parts of construction in-house? What's their lead time ex expectation for you to have a turn quote back? What's the timeline that they usually see on a moderate term for the turn to be completed? What's their leasing operation look like? What's an application look like? What's their tenant qualification patterns look like? What is their uh, online platform for you to be able to see all of um, your financials? We have a whole list of questions. We have these, this list of questions. And when we're working with students, we give that same list to the students too. And we just say, hey guys, here's your list of questions. You can go out there and the guys and girls call up and they can do the same thing with brokers, property managers. They're able to talk and have a pattern to their questions so they can cover all the bases to make sure that they fully understand what this relationship is going to be detailed with. So your job is to go out there and have conversations, but have a checklist to make sure that you're able to evaluate property managers one by one across the board on an even plane. And for that, you're going to have a huge success because you're going to be able to set up systems within your business to make your business format and perform better. All right, let's do this.